this in, homie. Yeah. A wiggy welcome to everybody out there watching today. I am Sneaky Pete, and this is Steady Daddy. 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 Yes. Welcome to a very special episode of the Sneaks and Stats podcast. Uh, you may have seen a clip on our Instagram saying we're doing Paul Millsap. Yeah. That is a lie. That was a lie. That was, we got you guys. We hope we Super uh, prank. still have your trust. Yeah. <laughs> um, but first and foremost, please subscribe to our YouTube page, like and comment on our videos. Follow our social media pages, X, um, Instagram, and TikTok. And without further ado, episode 24, Mr. Mamba Mentality, Kobe Bryant. That is right. The this man is, himself. Yeah. This is, we've been kind of waiting for this one, bro. You know? Yeah. And this, I think this is a cool one because we've talked about how we want to do a Kobe series. And I'm sure we will. But this is kind of a good starting point because it's going to yeah. be something that maybe some some newer NBA fans don't really remember. Yes, the newer generation for yeah. sure. Because um, Kobe was drafted in 96. So yep. a lot of the younger kids these days are probably on the... You know, like they like LeBron as their, yeah. as their, like the players now getting drafted love LeBron. And, and even and if that. they they like Kobe, they know twenty four and yeah. not not eight. And we're doing some, we're doing eight today. We're doing eight Kobe today. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like he said, basically like a, like an intro, yes. to our Kobe series today. Um, the young Froby Kobe Froby, is yep. was insane. And also super bald Kobe when he first. Came. Oh, that's right. His like first buzz cut season. Kobe? Yeah. yeah, but. But yeah, so getting the starting point for us in the Kobe episode is going to be, we're going to start, he was actually signed to Adidas before he uh, went over to the Nike side of things. So we're going to start with his first signature shoe. Yes. The, well, which turned into obviously the K or the Crazy 8. Yes. Now known as the Crazy 8. Yeah. After he left Adidas, but at the time known as the KB 8. Mm Mm-hmm. Such a cool shoe. It's a really nice shoe. I thought Crazy 8 was a better name than KB8. Uh, so I'm glad for yeah. that change. Um, but uh, as you guys probably know by now, me and we're not trying to be too much homers here. You know, we want to talk about everybody, but you guys know by now we're, we're huge Laker fans. Yeah, I feel, I feel like we've uh, done a decent job of keeping yeah, for it sure. respectable. But yeah, definitely doing a Kobe one. Yeah. You mean shout out the Washington Wizards? We talked about shout you guys, out, you shout know. out Washington Wizard, with Wizards. Wizards. <laughs> any any team PJ Tucker's on? Shout out PJ Tucker, Tucker too. Exactly. Supposedly, there's rumors that he's going to be traded in a Harden trade mm. that's coming up. Something about going to the Heat. I uh, I've heard about I heard about that too. Yeah. I'm not sure who. I guess I kind of thought uh, this is our first new episode. Yeah. Since Dame got traded to the Bucks, which yes. is a move that I was like, oh, I think this would be a great fit. I do think having Drew Holiday on the Celtics is something that they had not anticipated because that definitely is very scary. It's like he's to me he's just a better version of Marcus Smart. And so For sure. Granted Marcus Smart I think was more of like the heart and soul of that mm-hmm. Celtics team, but adding Drew Holiday, oh if you, man, that Celtics team is going to be good. I mean, you, they also lost Brogdon, but uh Drew Holiday is I think a lot better than some of the guys they lost. So no, I think that, so. They'll he'll losing, make up losing, for this. Losing Brogdon is okay cuz they still have Derek White. Mm-hmm. Derek White's been super good for them. Serviceable man. But it, it does make sense now that you Harden might end up on the Heat. He wants to go yeah. to the Clippers, but 
if the Heat are still looking for an additional star, yeah. then it would make total sense that they try and hit up the Sixers for, for James Harden. But What's your opinion on that, if he were to join Jimmy? How do you think they'll do? I just think at this point, Harden, if you can't get it done with Embiid, which a lot of people can put blame on Embiid for not showing up during the playoffs as much as he should, which I think is fair, but Harden, too, has just... He just always is, has a bad playoffs. He had a few good games. He had that 40-point game against the Celtics. Yeah. But the Sixers should have closed it out in Philly in Game 6, and they mm-hmm. couldn't. So I just – I don't know. I just don't think it'll be – Harden doesn't seem to fit Heat culture, as it were, either. Yeah. I, he's a great player, but I just don't think – He will like he, the nightlife. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. He's going to be having too much fun all yeah, the time. All the time. But, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really get – I guess it's a good fit because Jimmy is not necessarily a, a ball dominant guy. Like he doesn't need the ball in his hands to make an impact. Yeah. So Harden can definitely cook with Bam and you know there's take some of the load off too. Yeah. I think that would be good. It just but, yeah, you're right. It's fit kind of. But it's right? like who do you want? Like Harden's gonna want the ball in his hands to ISO and do mm-hmm. step back threes and stuff. And like the Heat aren't gonna want that. Yeah. They're and, gonna want Jimmy having the ball. So and, and you want Jimmy to have the ball at the end of the game too, so I wonder if that will be a discussion too, you know, if he ends up over there. Yeah. But I I digress because uh we're doing Kobe today. Yeah. So the I wanna start maybe like with the ninety six draft. We've we've spoken We've mentioned it for sure. We've spoken about this many times, but um we always compare it to like the two thousand three Draft with uh, Braun and those guys. Yeah, two thousand three, eighty four, ninety six, eighty four. Those are the, yeah. the huge, the huge drafts. Yes, much. top maybe the top three for sure. And uh, but ninety six, I think we we always say we always go back to it as like maybe that is the best one because of Kobe, um, AI, Na- AI, Nash, Nash, Ray Allen, Ray Allen, Smokey Walker, Smokey Walker. Watch time. out, <laughs> Michael Oluwan Candy. No, Oluwan. I think he was a different. No, draft. he was yeah. yeah, he was after. He was ninety eight or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's a great draft. Uh, Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Mm-hmm. Um, great player. Stephen Marbury, maybe? I'm not sure. Ooh, that one I don't know. Um, let's see. But yeah, it's, it's a great draft, that. and I think... Um, and yeah, he was in that draft. He was taken oh, wow. uh, fourth overall by the Bucks. Another star. Uh, yes, yeah. Well, great. I mean, mostly a star in China, but yeah. But he was still great. a star. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something, so I read, I've mentioned this to you, I, I read a Kobe biography, uh, I think, I guess over the summer, kind of. Yeah. I honestly didn't very like it that much, yeah. but... The Roland uh, Lazenby? Roland Lazenby, yeah. It was just, it was like one of those things where it's like, Kobe, it was like Kobe needed money. Mm-hmm. This is why Kobe needed money. So that's why Kobe got money. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it was like a whole page of just saying one thing, I'm like... I got it. We're good. More opinionated? You know? Not even really opinionated, just like filler. It was just like, uh, I need to hit my page count or something. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was too long, I okay. guess, frankly. It's like 500 pages, and yeah, that's cool and all, but it was written in 2016, so there's a lot that's, not a lot, but it doesn't cover his like death or anything like the, that. That's so, updated, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it does talk a lot about the hype around Kobe, and I think oh, maybe yeah. a lot of people don't know or forget because... Mm-hmm. You know, LeBron came up right in the start of the internet era and like twenty four hour news cycles and stuff. So I I still think LeBron is the most hyped prospect. Oh, big time of all time, big time, and somehow delivered, which is Mm -hmm. even more insane. But Kobe, I mean, Kobe was probably the highest touted high schooler to come out 
into the NBA at that point because KG one of the few to like one of the first to come out of um, yeah of high school yeah um, KG did it and well Moses Malone I think is probably mm-hmm. the most famous to come straight out of high school mm-hmm. and because um, he was the first pretty much yeah but he uh, he was one KG was kind of the the second young guy because he was drafted in '95 I believe so yeah. the year before. Jermaine O'Neal was also a big name from the 96 draft that was another high schooler. But Kobe was really, like, the face of, like, the league's getting younger yeah. and, yep. like, they're letting high schoolers play. Is that crazy? Like, mm-hmm. but his hype, I mean, they, I think they ESPN was, like, at his prom and, like, they yeah, followed him he to was, class and he was stuff. With, he took a Brandy, the, yes, the R&B the, artist, the singer, to prom. Yeah. And, um, I just kind of want to piggyback off of the uh, All the Smoke podcast. So shout out to All the Smoke guys. Um, Richard Hamilton was on there and they talked a lot about Kobe and how um, they were on he was rivals with Richard Hamilton because yeah. he went to Coatesville and Kobe went to uh, Lower Marion which is like very close to each other but they they they, ne- they didn't really compete against each other because in their younger days they were always on the same team yeah um, yeah so they talked about during how during their their like travel basketball yes yeah and uh, they what they talked what he talked about was very interesting because he was like you know, Kobe would we'd be on the same team, and the night before a big game, Kobe Kobe would be in my we'd be in the same room, and he wouldn't sleep. He'd be pacing back and forth, talking about, "Oh, I'm gonna kill the best uh, the player best, yeah. on that team." And I guess at that point, it was Tim Thomas. Yes, yeah. And he was like the only six seven, six eight forward that can do everything: handle the ball, basically shoot. You know, um, and Kobe was just pacing back and forth the night before a game, and they were talking all about him, and he was saying like. He's like, I'm going to kill this guy. They're going to know who the number one player is in the league. And I guess after that game, they won by like 40. Yeah. Uh, or they blew him out. Kobe had 40 points. And uh, and all the headlines were all about Kobe. And he became the number one I, I still I still think Tim Thomas entered that collegiate season as like the highest ranked prospect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kobe definitely, by the time his senior season rolled around, there was a lot of hype. And, he, you know, he met with Duke famously, of course. Mm-hmm. That was a... a big consideration but they he and obviously ended up deciding to go to the nba and i think that was kind of a money thing too yes yeah, like for sure. he couldn't have a shoe deal in college mm-hmm. at the time and obviously you can't legally make any money off going to college mm-hmm. um so who knows what kobe i mean all those guys talk about in the 90s especially like what they were offered as like incentive to go to college yep. and stuff like ray allen i think has got some crazy stories about mm-hmm. other colleges that wanted to give him stuff yeah but under, kobe, the, under the table yeah but so when when kobe was still in high school though he was doing the the ab abcd camps yeah the adidas sponsored like crazy basketball camps and that's where he played with rip and yeah. against tim thomas and stuff mm-hmm. but that's also where he started developing a relationship with Shoe legend, mm-hmm. Sonny Vaccaro. Sonny Vaccaro, yes. Um, and, and that's where the kind of... Because Sonny, we, you've mentioned him. Sonny Vaccaro worked for Nike. Mm-hmm. He's famously got Jordan yep. per the Air movie. Yes. Um, but then he kind of got blackballed out of Nike. Blackballed, they had a falling out with all the, the top execs. And he ended up with Adidas. He kind of bounced around too after that, but Adidas was the next big His next thing big for one, him. Yeah. yeah, and he was able to get some good um, athletes, obviously. Kobe, Kobe, famously. Uh, T-Mac. T-Mac. Yep. And, um, you know, that when in 90, so in 97, uh, when Kobe, or in 96, when Kobe came out, um, he obviously didn't play that much. 
it wasn't until 97 that till he got his first shoe but he did wear um which was uh all the all the, sh- the shoes in the series of the EQT series mm-hmm. and the e- Adidas EQT Evolu- uh, elevation series i've got uh this photo here from high school which we were kind of laughing about this like we think those are maybe converse yes. cuz they've got a star on them but mm-hmm. like <laughs> they look but i said i told them they look like a jordan you know they're really the, weird it's such a who knows i'm who pretty sure they, it's converse <laughs> but like there's no way to tell yeah um and then this is kobe's rookie season where he's wearing those the um EQT yeah shoes um so what's interesting too is having read the book, something you hear about, you know, the book is called Showboat because that was yeah. By- Byron Scott's kind of infamous nickname for Kobe right. when he came into training camp because like you said, like he right. wanted to kill everybody, but mm-hmm. he also, that was why he wasn't ranked so high is because he's hard-headed and he didn't want to play a team game. Right. Like it did, if you look at Kobe's career as a whole, it you can see how long it took him to actually... Yeah see it more as a team game mm-hmm. i mean he definitely tried in the early 2000s and stuff but yeah he, i know like reading that book it, ma- it makes it seem like it was very difficult for him yeah to... uh all they're all, all his old teammates uh during the, na- the late 90s and early 2000s um are now going on podcasts and talking about how they used to mess with him he didn't really like he didn't go out yeah with them. no he was basically all about his business he wanted to prove that like you know i'm i can i'm a big part of this team and i can be you know, and they didn't really accept it. They would joke around with him, you know, the whole this moment, you know, yeah, yeah. In, the, in the finals and all that. So he's, he's trying to find his way still, you know, yeah. and it took a couple of years. Oh, definitely. Which is kind of crazy because what if he got his opportunity right away, you know? Well, he got it pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I mean, not too long, but th- he didn't. this was um, early in his rookie season, just to give you guys a few stats on it. Uh, Lakers won 92 to 85. It was November 10th, 1996. Um, he only had two points and three rebounds. Uh, he was definitely he was coming off the bench at mm-hmm. this point, so which he was probably boiling about that. You know? Probably, but I, I think kind of reading in the beginning, I think he was still a little bit like he obviously wanted to play as much as he could, but mm-hmm. he kind of knew like I gotta earn my way. I gotta earn bit. my way, and he mm-hmm. he was not having he, his rookie season wasn't fantastic. He it was only in eight minutes, so that's yeah. respectable. Mm-hmm. Over three from the field though, so that kind of hurts. Yeah, uh, Shaq had nineteen points and eighteen rebounds <laughs> and four blocks. Eighteen rebounds. Yeah, right. Jesus Christ. Um, Eddie Jones had nineteen points as well. So. And, and Eddie Jones was the guy that he was gunning for because that's who he would replace. Yeah. I think that they were actually, as far as his early teammates goes, he, he was actually kind of friendly with yeah. with Eddie Jones, and Eddie Jones kind of helped him accumulate into the league. Right. He was also, Derek Fisher was a rookie mm-hmm. that same year, same draft class, and mm-hmm. Fish said that, he said in like documentaries and in the book that I read, like he says a lot like, you know, I really tried to get Kobe to like come out of his shell and stuff, yeah. but for a long time it... Just, it, it didn't it it kind of worked he said but like it was never and obviously he was 18 you know mm-hmm. at the time so he wasn't going out to the clubs and stuff of course yeah but, right um they, they said it was hard to get him out of his shell yeah for sure i mean if you think about it we've spoken about it before he didn't really come out and be the love lovey-dovey kobe till like after the champ the, the fourth and fifth championships you know what i mean oh for sure um <laughs> even i mean he was good to his, he became better with his teammates but it wasn't until then that he actually be, like brought him in as a well, like a family type. He of definitely event. changed his persona too after yes, the yes. the sexual harassment mm-hmm. or sexual assault allegations, mm-hmm. which 
I mean, for better or for worse, it definitely made him more of the Kobe that I think people think of. Because then he started, yeah. he had these a lot of campaigns and like mm-hmm. he was more not that first year, but after that, that's when he started to be a little more talkative to the press and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but his rookie season, part of the part of the tension I read was that Adidas, even though these are the EQTs and not his his signature shoe, mm-hmm. um, they had him on billboards. Like I guess the coach of the Lakers at the time, Dill Harris, Harris, was in. Barcelona the summer of 97 so before mm-hmm. his sophomore year and he saw in the same square where they have that big poster big of Mike one. in yeah. the 92 Olympics mm-hmm. they had Kobe on either side of the street yep. like wearing Adidas stuff mm-hmm. and he's like this is just crazy this kid's 18 like he he I, it seemed like he's trying to trying to frame it like oh it's too much for a young kid but yeah. it's also you kind of like Del Harris did not like Kobe like yeah, he right. didn't he didn't mm-hmm. want to play Kobe and Jerry West had to come and be like mm-hmm. No, you're playing. You gotta this play kid. Kobe, yeah. Because that's also a good story. Mm-hmm. When the Lakers worked him out in the draft, mm-hmm. in the before the draft, he famously like whooped Michael Cooper, who mm-hmm. is I think like four to five years out of the league. Oh, so yeah, he's a little. They older still already. relied on him, you know, yeah. like the Lakers as an organization. But mm-hmm. and Michael Cooper won't cop to it, but supposedly he's Kobe him. whooped him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So Jerry, and Jerry West was there, and so he was a huge Kobe supporter. Yeah. Like back in the early days, like no, you gotta play this kid. Like yeah, he says he's never seen a prospect like, like that. him. Right. Yeah. Which is which is the Crazy. guy. Which is the guy who was basically the whole engine behind yes. getting Kobe to yes. get drafted by the Lakers, yes. right? And, yeah. Make the moves, trade mm-hmm. Vladi. Jerry West famously traded Vladi Divac. Yep. For Kobe, who had been drafted by the Hornets at that point, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't know this. Vladi was pissed. Yeah, Vladi was mad. He he was so mad that he threatened. He almost ruined the trade because he's like, "No, I'm not going to play. Like, mm-hmm. if you trade me there, I'm just not going to play for the Hornets." Mm-hmm. Which can't blame the guy. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. <laughs> Hornets wanted to be part of that team. Historically, have been terrible too. So yep, they want to be sent to that team. And no. also another hurdle that they had was the pick twelve, which was the Nets, and they were they were kind of scared. Um, to if that they were going to choose Kobe, um, and I I don't know the truth behind all this, but there was people I think um, in in the GM of the Nets uh, ear, and basically saying trying to preach Kerry Kittles to them, which yeah. which, which they ended up drafting they, Kerry they, Kittles. They they talk about that right? in the book too, and and I don't exactly remember, but I think maybe it was that Kerry Kittles was represented. By the same agency that yes. was representing Kobe. And, yes. And I think they probably were valuing Kobe more at that point because mm-hmm. of all the hype that he had coming out of high school. Yeah. Um, and so they they kind of were encouraging the Nets, like, mm-hmm. don't take this kid, take someone else, Kerry yeah, Kittles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, it was something weird like that where someone convinced the Nets at some point to not take Kobe. Yeah. So it, it wasn't really like, a, so it wasn't really an easy road to no, get Kobe to get on to the there. Lakers, Plus, no. Plus all the uncertainty of, you know, Jerry West was basically the only one that had the belief, like, this guy's going to be a great. So, obviously, he was a good high school player, but no one knew what he was going to be yet. You no, know? So, yeah, it was still a risk not. for the Lakers, yeah. right? But they believed in Jerry West enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that takes us, so after his rookie season, which, yeah, was pretty rough and tumble, wasn't very pretty, mm-hmm. um, to his sophomore season where Adidas, despite the rough start, they awarded him... With a signature, a signature shoe. shoe, the KB8. KB8, and I have to say, bro, and I, you know, I don't say this for every shoe. If you've been watching the episodes, I, I have my top ten of favorite basketball shoes. This is in there, man. 
This is is easily in there. Very nice. It's a little chunky, mm-hmm. but I could still see like. I will oh, get into man. I will get into the, the why it is chunky. Yeah. It's not just basically the look, um, but yeah, man. I mean, I might even put it in my top five. It's such a pretty shoe, and it's so cool. Yes. Because you know, most of the time you say, "Oh, I have Kobe's," you think of Nike. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of a cool like bit of history that's. Not really forgotten because they've retro no, they've retroed these like three times, multiple times. Now, so mm-hmm. they're still a super popular line for Adidas, even though they're the crazy eights now instead of the mm-hmm. the KB eights. So yeah, and we, and we were we were just talking about it earlier um, that I think I believe it was August. Yeah, so August fifteenth is was when they re released this of this year. Yes, yeah. Uh, so these are still for sale. You can get them right, right now. now. This one and that white, the off white. I have that here. Yes, yeah, so like in the white colorway. Yeah, and, these um, are really nice. This off white. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, the one change that they did make on the shoe um, is the is that is the face on yes, the front of, on the Doug bottom Funny? of the tongue. That's the logo for the. Um, it's what they call. Clippy. The, it's the F F Y W. It's called feet you wear. So it's, oh, it, feet you weird. wear. So the EQT and the F- feet you wear series um, were a series of shoes that the, that Adidas had at the time. And the feet you wear, this was this fell under the feet you wear series. And the feet you wear is basically talking about um, the bottom and the sole mm-hmm. of the shoe. So I mean, getting into the, the construction of the shoe a little bit, it was um, designed by uh, one of the veterans of Adidas. Uh, his name is James Carnes. Okay. Um, he designed the Kobe one and two, or the the Crazy Eight, but obviously KB the KB one yeah. and the, yeah. and the and the Kobe two, which was called the Kobe two. Um, but the original had the eight on yes, there as opposed, the yep. which is the, his number as opposed to the the logo of the FYW um, series. And um, I was gonna say was uh, it's a so the shoe is a combination of leather, suede, and mesh on the upper. An Adidas trefoil logo embroidered on the lateral side and on the tongue, which is that guy. And um, basically, uh, this shoe is one of the most worn uh, retros in in the last 20 years. Some some people would even say that this is the best Kobe ever, aside from the Nike ones. Yeah. You know, and um, I would not get mad at them for that. There's also like, so what they added on this shoe was that they, there's... Basically, instead of a strap, they put this hook, so where you can mm. put it in there and then uh, in there and then hook them on the other side oh, of the yeah, shoe. Oh yeah, that's cool. Which is pretty cool. I've, uh, no other shoes really did that uh, for support on the top. And um, the the knock on the shoe was that uh, it wasn't really made for people with wide feet. It did have a wider toe, mm-hmm. um, but that bothered people. But what people loved about it was the dur- durability because of all the materials on it. So the F, the it's called an Eva sole, which is why it protrudes out so much. Oh. It's so thick, but it that that contributes to um, when you pull the lace together, it keeps your foot really in place okay. for like all the yeah. you know, for all the cuts and all that stuff. And um, also like like I said, durability. So it, it lasts a long time. But also with all the materials, and also the one of the problems that people had was that it it took a few wears to break in. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I played in this. I love, I love it. I loved it. I could, I could honestly, especially this white pair. This could be just like a, 
wear out on the street. And that's what I mean. If you can do both of it, right? It's then it's it's doing its job, I guess. Yeah, and they're um, so the, the, were these released in the fall of '97, or were they? Because that's when he he wore them from for the whole of his sophomore season. He so. wore the whole sophomore season, and uh, I don't know the exact date of when the drop was. I would imagine they did it because he didn't wear it in the '97. Uh, All Star Game. He, I think he wore it in the next one. Well, the ninety seven ninety eight season is yes. his sophomore year, and yeah. that's when these came out. Yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. But he wore them from like October ninety seven, the start of that season. Yes, because he wasn't in the ninety seven All Star Game. Mm-hmm. That was the, he was in the dunk contest that year, mm-hmm. but he, yeah, he wasn't wearing these for the that's dunk right. contest when, with the warm up shirt. Yeah, and all yeah. That. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, what I also read was that he brought them back in the ninety nine playoffs to wear them oh, then too, which is pretty cool because cool yeah. I, I think he liked them a lot. Yeah. Um, well, he liked them a lot more than he liked the two. Pretty much any other model he had with Adidas, mm-hmm. and like, we, and we'll get to it. But uh, he did have a falling out um, with yes. Adidas, but we will talk about. Might that be later. for another day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then get into them on foot a little bit. Here is uh, the first official game. Yes. With them, I was telling Julian the earlier. My dad has that pair. Uh, DS not worn um, from the original release to and and how he showed me told me he had it was I came home from school in middle, when I was in middle school and he was sitting down like this with his feet up and he had them on and I was like this guy dude you know that, but, um, so crazy so maybe oh it. no he did wear it once he wore it once just it's tried on worn once yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> modeled once mm-hmm. uh, that's so crazy though to have an original pair from 97 still yeah I told that's him to hang on to it so tight so it's really cool thing to have. Um, this was against the the Jazz. Um, who's who is that? Sh- I I know who that is. is you, 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 yes, Shandon Anderson. Yes, yeah. Shandon Anderson, dude. Uh, the not Lakers, Brandon, not Brandon, Sh- Shandon, Shandon. <laughs> Moe Shandon. <laughs> um, Lakers won uh, one hundred four to eighty seven. This was oh, on Halloween of nineteen ninety seven. How fitting! Yeah, spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> Kobe, this, so this was Kobe's sophomore season. He turned it up. Yeah, he's, he, he went, he, he doubled. His opportunity. He, he pretty much doubled his points per game that season. He mm-hmm. went from like averaging seven in his rookie season 14, to like 15 ish um, in his sophomore season. And he, uh, he played in way more games. He played in almost every game. Yeah. He did come off the bench for nearly every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he played so well that I think he got a few votes for sixth man of the year. Yeah. Um, but this was um, this was a pretty good game to start the season. Twenty three points, three rebounds, five assists, one steal, one turnover, and one foul on five of thirteen shooting. So not bad, not bad. Well, how many minutes do you do you, know, do you have the minutes? There? He played, I believe. Let's check, like twenty ish minutes. Um, no, thirty two, thirty two minutes. Okay. So okay. pretty decent. Um, Got a good uh, good chunk of, of the game. Yeah, sure. they. They uh, Shaq didn't play, and Eldon Campbell was also injured. Was Shaq so. injured or was he? I, yeah, I think he was injured. Uh, okay. he, but did he fall in the bathroom again? <laughs> Remember that when he broke his yeah, toe or yeah, something? Yeah, something like, something like that. Uh, so they started uh, Sean Rooks. Oh my God, he's still how there. About, yeah, how about that? Yeah. Um, and then Nick Van Exel had twenty-two points, seven assists, and Carl uh, Malone had twenty points. And 14 rebounds, so not mm. enough to get it done for the Jazz, but mm. pretty pretty good game, I would say. I do love me some Nick Van Exel. 
You do. He was great. He was very he was very fun to watch. He was super fun to watch. He, they, they talk about in that if if you guys have seen the Lakers dynasty show or whatever they called it mm. the, do, the documentary winning time winning no oh, the, the documentary one yeah, on Hulu. yeah yeah the hulu one um nick van exel kind of talks about none of them really liked del harris that much because yeah. they said they said too that they would get bored during practice because he would like stop and like lecture them for like 20 minutes and yeah so, like no one's playing they're all just standing around just waiting <laughs> mm-hmm. so kind of funny stuff yeah i heard the same thing about del harris too and i remember i remember back in the day my, my parents would get annoyed at him too. <laughs> yeah. um danny manning won six man of the year that Whoa. year. Just Clippers? A little tidbit. The Clippers? Uh, he was on the Suns at that oh, point. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Um, wasn't he picked like two, number one or number Dude, two was, overall by yeah. the Clippers? He was very high up there. Oh, the Clippers. Draft. Clippers going to clip, man. They going to clip. Um, first overall, 1988 by mm-hmm. the Clippers. Um, moving on to another Kobe game here, though. So this Legendary. Iconic photo. picture. Yes. Yes. Uh, by none other than Andrew Bernstein, who has oh, yeah. taken pretty much most of the iconic photos, especially from the early NBA, mm-hmm. he has taken them. So. He is getting it. Gotta love is. it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but you pointed this out to me. It's a little hard to see in the photo, but the sole is purple. That could be a PE. I, I, I know they I know they did release that colorway. So sick. But the re- original black, white and black is just black and white in the bottom. Yeah, so that yeah. I'm not surprised if they gave that made that a PE and was like, no, we gotta make money off that and well, mass produce that. Even though it's pretty simple, it's it's really sick. Yeah. This this shoe has some pretty good color blocking, I think. Oh for sure. You're not the best, but like for sure everything looks nice. You brought it up earlier that it it has the vibe of all the old shoes that we've talked about in previous episodes and then Definitely has that because of the squigglies. Yeah, when we know? did the crazy shoe episode with like the Shaq Gnosis. Yes. Th- it's like that era. Yeah, big like time. All, all that stuff kind of has this weird lines, mm-hmm. yeah, all that kind of stuff. But now, but yeah, but now they're kind of catering towards more of like the the better of the technologies for the yeah, shoe. Yeah, for sure. Um, this was against the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Um, Lakers won again, 118 to uh, 93. Mm-hmm. And this was November nineteenth, nineteen ninety seven. So just a few few weeks later, uh, twenty points for Kobe, three rebounds, three assists, two steals, two turnovers, and two fouls on nine of eighteen shootings. So, they, they won. Yeah, they okay. won. Uh, they won by fifteen. Okay. Um, oh no, twenty five. Sorry. Oh wow. <laughs> I can't do math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, they blew him out. Shaq had twenty six and twelve. Eddie Jones had thirty one points. Yeah. And KG had a pretty good night. 19 points and 11 rebounds. Mm-hmm. KG and Kobe obviously became pretty close friends. Almost played together. Almost played together. That would have been sick. I it, mean, it, it ended up working out for yeah. both, both players. But And it's cool because it brought us um, it brought us uh, the renewed Lakers-Celtics rivalry. Yes. You know, which we might not have gotten if, if KG ended up on the Lakers. You know? we, it, there is, I feel like the Nuggets are the favorites in the West right now. Mm-hmm. But... There is a chance that we could have a Lakers Celtics finals because the Lakers, I really like the team. We have a we have a really good team. I think people aren't talking about it, especially not on in the news, right? Everything is about the Celtics and Bucks right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Even even the Nuggets, nobody's talking about them. Mike Malone is pissed again, <laughs> pissed and crying about it a little bit, you know. And the Lakers have answered back to him, kind of. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
like I, uh, I don't know if you've seen it on our social medias, we have like a storyline a video up there. And, yeah. and right now it's our Lakers and Nuggets storyline. And there's just so many that I feel like we'll get to throughout the season. Um, different storylines, players and teams and the in-season tournament and all that. Well, and the Lakers and Nuggets have had kind of a semi-rivalry just because oh, yeah. of how many times Melo and Kobe duked it out in the playoffs. All the time. The the Colorado incident for Kobe again. Mm-hmm. Like the people hate hated him for that and therefore the Lakers. So. Man, when his first game back... Or his first game in Denver Oof. after that, man, did they boo him. And they, but they, but they you know he loved it. Until the end of his yeah. career. Right. Um, and then I got one more from the regular season. And this was actually Kobe's season high that year mm-hmm. against none other Ooh. than the GOAT. Sick picture, dude. Crazy picture. This is supposedly, Mike says that in the middle of the game, Kobe's. this is Kobe asking him, like, hey, what, what do you do with your feet when you hit that? when you hit that shot on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells, he, he gives he gives them free game, right? Yeah. Uh, this is not the first time they matched up. They played a few times in yeah. Kobe's rookie season. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is definitely Kobe's, not even his best performance against Mike because mm-hmm. once Mike came back to the Wizards, mm-hmm. I think Kobe dropped 50 on him in their, in their final matchup. That was matchup. his get back. Yeah. Yes, because Mike got, Mike, I think they won in the first time mm-hmm. of his last season that the Wizards played the Lakers. Yeah. And Kobe got him back. Bad. Big time. Uh, about a month later, though, in the season, this is December 13th, 1997, uh, Lakers lost by 21, 83 oh, to 104. Mm-hmm. So Mike took care of business. Mm-hmm. Um, 33 points, two assists, three rebounds, four fouls on 12 of 20 shooting for Kobe. So good. he showed up, man. Good. I mean, these, yeah. are, these are games that you circle on the, you know, oh, yeah. on the calendar. And obviously it's Mike, so that's his... His idol, and he's gonna, he was gonna go hard that game regardless. I do feel like Kobe, in big games or like just games that had a lot of importance, he usually showed up. Oh yeah. Towards the end there, oh, the, yeah. the Christmas Day games always got pretty ugly. Like yeah, his last like five killed... Christmas games were not. Yeah, not and that good. killed me because you want you want them to win on those on Christmas Day, obviously. That... I mean, you don't want your team to lose, but I feel like we just had such a bad record on every Christmas. That one in 2011 against the Bulls, where Kobe. Forces up the potential Dick. game winner on like four Bulls defenders. That's I, not that's not the one I where Der- Derrick Rose hits the winning runner. Yeah, oh, is it? Yeah, and then okay. we got one more possession, and Kobe literally forces up a f- one on four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes Kobe. he makes it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that is pretty good against Mike. Mike did have a good game too, of course. Uh, Thirty six points. Okay, outperformed Kobe. Five rebounds and four assists, and. Uh, Luke Longley had 23 points and 10 oh, rebounds. Wow. Yeah, how about he that? He went to work. Yes, he had a good game. Where were you at, Shaq? <laughs> uh, they did face off another time this season outside mm-hmm. of the regular season in the NBA All-Star game. And this is the All-Star colorway mm-hmm. that Adidas released. Or, or They eventually released. It eventually they, came out, yeah. They gave, this was like a Kobe All-Star PE. So sick. You know what my favorite part of this shoe is? The eight. Yeah, yes. because it's gold and purple, like yes. the jersey. Yes. What a cool highlight so in detail. Um, yeah, these are a really nice looking pair. I also think the the white on the squiggly on the sole. It's yeah. a squiggly. The squiggly. <laughs> the official yeah. term. Uh, kind of 
finishes it because it could, oh, yeah, it could have easily so. been a lot like too much of uh, the color black yeah but it could have um, been it's the touch of golden the gold and purple is is awesome and then the white for sure yeah these are, these are super I nice i love those man i love those so um much. here they are in game Oof. it's got a lot of uh, hall of famers in this yes picture, there man. are a lot of hall of famers mm -hmm. in this in this photo it's great he must be a hall of famer i don't know if he's in yet he, well, he would definitely be eligible. I mean, I would think he would be a Hall of Famer just based on his college career because obviously his yeah. NBA career was somewhat rocky. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame. That's uh, interesting. I could see a case being made for that. Yeah. I mean, seven-time NBA All-Star, one-time first team, four-time All-NBA second team. Did he ever Rookie play of the, the year with no, right? Jason Kidd. Uh no, that's a good point. He, no, his playoff success no. was pretty not good. He always got knocked out, or he got knocked out by Kobe a couple times. Yeah, so. that one uh, in Phoenix when oh, Kobe boy. went crazy and tapped Elvin Gentry on the butt. Mm -hmm. That one's nasty. He he talks he talks about that that series on all the smoke too, and because they asked him like who was the hardest to guard ever, and he's like for Braun I had a plan. Kobe I had no plan. I just know he liked to go right. He had and he had a nice uh, uh, pump fake. And he's like, he's like, I'm just gonna stick as close as I can to him, you know. I was always, when when he jumped, I always jumped. He was just better, you know. Good D, better O. Better O. Um, Kobe had a good All Star game. He he, there could have been a a point where he was going, you know, for the MVP potentially. Mm -hmm. uh, 18 points, six rebounds, one assist, and two steals with a turnover and a foul on 7 of 16 shooting. This was the famous one in Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike's supposedly last one. He obviously came back. Um, Who got MVP that one? Mike? Mike, yeah. Um, Kobe's 18 did lead the West, though, so that's pretty good. But yeah, Mike had 23 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists, and 3 steals and 2 turnovers on uh, 10 of 18 shooting. So mm -hmm. MVP-worthy performance for the for the 90s. Uh the West did lose 114 to 135. Damn. So blowout. Lost. Uh, Damn, they got blown out. Pretty handily. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, if you watch the highlights of this game, you can just see Kobe trying to show the world, like, I'm here. Yeah, and it, I mean, it was it pretty crazy for so him much. to make it. And the Lakers were just like, they were kind of that fun up-and-coming team at the mm -hmm. time because they were really fast. Mm -hmm. They had just a, a legit Shaq. star in Shaq. Mm -hmm. They had... Kobe, who had so much buzz around him, Nick Van Exel, mm -hmm. um, was an all-star this year. They had four all-stars, which is pretty nuts, especially because Kobe was coming mm -hmm. off the bench. Uh, Nick Van Exel, Eddie Jones, Shaq, and Kobe all played. It's so crazy. That's that, nuts. Was the la was the next time there was four all-stars on the same team, was it the Detroit Pistons, I feel like? Yeah, I think right? it was the Pistons. And then more recently, the, the Celtics did it, I believe, in 2011, I think. Rondo, Ray, KG, and Paul, Paul Pierce were all on it. And then the Hawks actually had four All-Stars. Oh, when they had that amazing team. Horford, with, with Joe Johnson, then, yeah. Jeff Teague. And I think the fourth was Kyle Korver. Really? I think... Josh Smith? No, it wasn't Josh Smith. Um, let's see. Um, something weird like that. Maybe, maybe Kyle Korver didn't make it, yeah. but for some reason I feel like... I love that you brought up that team. That was a really fun team to watch. Oh, that. Millsap, maybe? Oh, yeah. He was there, too. Horvard, Millsap, Jeff Teague. Oh, but Joe Johnson wasn't there. Oh. Hmm. Something. It was something weird like that. Let me see if I can find it. Um, 
That's oh yeah, Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver was an man. NBA All Star. Yeah, I Al mean, Horford. I believe it. At one point, he was a buck, like a sniper. Like he uh, did not miss. Yeah, I know he didn't miss. Um, he was a replacement for Dwayne Wade, who was injured. This was uh, the twenty. The so tw- that's why he. Was yeah, like, twenty. So he was after twenty fifteen NBA All Star game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Millsap, Horford, um, Jeff Teague, who was voted in. And uh, or picked by the coaches, I guess, because he was a, a bench player. Right. Um, and Kyle Korver as a replacement. Awesome. I mean, pretty I, cool. Pretty nuts. I'm not mad at it. Kyle Korver was was an awesome. Player. I, I if I think that's the last team to have four. Okay. I'm trying to. Th- I can't think of anything I, recently. So the so the most recent would be them and the Celtics. You're saying, right? Yeah, I think the that, Hawks because the Celtics, Celtics were like team. three years, four yeah. years before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you think about it now, there's really the only Heat were probably close when they the, the Heatles, Heatles, but. I don't think they had a fourth. They wouldn't have had a fourth. Mario Chalmers. Chalmers. <laughs> that's what I had in mind too. Um, and that's the last I have for Kobe in this shoe, just because mm-hmm. there's so many other players that have worn it. Yeah. And I mean, man, Kobe, Kobe in this shoe, pretty, pretty nuts, man. So cool. Mm-hmm. Another fun All Star fact: Kobe, of all the years he was eligible to be an All Star, he only missed one, which was his rookie season, mm-hmm. because his third year which was the year after this mm-hmm. there was no all-star game that was the lockout season yep. so pretty nuts that's some pretty good yeah and i think the only person to beat him in all-star appearances is now braun i think right? yeah braun lebron has overtaken him kareem was really close kareem was close um i think kobe overtook him and then uh yeah the, well because braun is obviously still playing he never had and i don't know when lebron seasons. will not be Bad. <laughs> well, well, a bad and b not voted into an all star game. How like, do you? Yeah. How do you not? It's, right. That would just be like disrespectful. That, almost. That clip point. of him that came out after Lakers media day, mm-hmm. where they they go, LeBron James is the oldest player in the league. How do you feel about that? Ah! And then he just yams and then he, it. And he's like, Oh my goodness, amazing. Uh, but yeah, moving along. This guy, this next guy, you mm-hmm. sent me this one. I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, this is a CBG dude. Yes. Uh, certified, Don't mess with me. So certi- does it? Certified Bieber getter, dude. <laughs> oh man, C- well, CVG. I mean, you know what? Not a bad basketball player. I've dude, seen he the- shook Pippen in this celebrity. He, game. he shook Pippen. He's he's gotten like uh, the highest score in like these celebrity games. He's not a bad basketball player, but really I mean, short. I, I would cook him myself. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, I would turn into a hibachi chef, and they would be. Like, <laughs> uh, this was 2011. Is this babe? No, this is way after the baby single. I had, this is like later. Yeah. This is later for this sure. This is a little bit later. This is when he was still kind of a kid star, but like yeah. approaching his adult star and era. getting in all the trouble. Uh, yeah. Um, this he was on the West Celebrities team, mm-hmm. uh, which lost forty nine to the East Celebrities, who had fifty four that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he took home MVP with. Listen to these stats, bro. Okay. <laughs> I'm so happy you have the stats for this. Eight points. Okay. On three of eleven shooting. Oh god. That's all I got. <laughs> I couldn't find any other stats. Uh huh. Um, but one I just, screen. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Right. One screen. One set. ball up. Two, yeah. Pippin. Two seats warmed up on the bench. Um. Yeah. Who would you take in a celebrity game? Bieber. Or we're, we're doing two Justins. Okay. Bieber. Uh huh. Or Timberlake. Ah, sh- Timberlake. What, Easy. He cooks Kenny Smith like. For real, for real, Cookson. And, and I mean, Kenny was old, but... And he celebrates after... Two. In his face. <laughs> but he really got... Like, when, yeah. when Beaver does his move on Pippin, it's kind of like Pip's... Let him have it. Yeah, a Almost. little bit. Yeah. 
I think he blocked the hell out of him later. Later too. on, he just <laughs> like sent a SWAT, that, yeah, yeah, like nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, I will give you, you, you said it earlier too. I would give, I am going to give him props on the colorway because that's pretty sick. Fire. And this was in LA, so it's obviously a nod yes. to the to the Lakers. 2011 was in LA, and then 2018 18 was in LA. Okay. I thought I just, there's been a lot. In there's LA. been a, a good amount, yeah, because Staples is, you know, and then the Lakers are good. I guess they wanted it to be in LA. Right? Yeah. Um, I went to the All Star practice this year, which I believe was on Saturday. Yeah. In the morning, maybe Friday in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. It was cool because they're, they're just kind of. It's like they don't really say anything. It's yeah. not like they, had, at least at the time, they didn't like address the crowd or anything. So mm-hmm. maybe just waving and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. They were all just kind of joking around. Like they were all having a good time. Mm-hmm. I think Dwight was there, and that was kind of fun. Obviously, Kobe, Melo. Yeah, of course. Uh, t- 2001, I went to the All-Star game. In- you went to the All-Star game? So, so my uncle, his best friend, is uh, the commissioner of the PBA oh, in the Philippines. Wow, that's and, sick. And the, and the commissioner of the PBA gets tickets to the All-Star game and all the festivities, but he doesn't want to go to America every year, so he gives it to my uncle. And in two thousand one, and crazy two thousand one, yeah. So my so that's my a sick one. That's a good one. And my uncle tried to spread it out through all the cousins, right? So I had to wait for my turn. Two thousand one was my turn with my friend, my cousin Chris. Shout out Chris. Um, and was in, he walked? He flew me out to Washington. We went to we went to Bill Bellamy's uh, pre party, and I got to Whoa. meet Ralph Sampson, like all these people. We went to the the West and the East practice. And Kobe signed, took off a shoe, signed it, and threw it in the crowd, man. And I was like, I was shaking. I was like, Kobe's right there, dude. That's nuts. And uh, it was the dunk contest. so cool. Yeah, and it was the dunk contest where um, where uh, Baron Davis did, yes. the, did the 360 blindfolded, but yes. missed the whole rim. Yes, yes, yeah. So there's that, so there that year. And um, Shaq and Ice Cube and... Charles Barkley stayed in our hotel. I saw them in uh in the lobby. Oh, so a really cool. cool experience that I had. Very, Shout out my that's uncle super sick, and dude. my cousin. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. Um, the the fun story from my NBA All Star experience was it was the year that Mello was trying to get traded out of Denver to go to to go to New York. So everyone kept joking the whole weekend about like which side is Mello going to play? Oh for? yeah, yeah, yes. I remember and that even year. on the court, yeah, yeah, like yeah. everyone was giving him. They were making crap. fun of him. Yeah. yeah. I think that was actually the year that they had the four Celtics players. Because I remember kind of being annoyed. <laughs> like, I was like... 2011. 11, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it super fun. That's cool that you went to that. Did you have tickets to that? or how did, how did... Yeah, I think we got tickets to go to the practice. Like, it was how'd, like, you, how'd you get them? I think my dad got them. Like, I, I don't know where, how yeah. or where. I think mm-hmm. it, it might have been like a birthday gift or something. Mm-hmm. It was cool. But it's obviously way cheaper than like anything else. Yeah. But it's cool. I like to have like a bunch of festivities. Yeah, and those 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 practices too. They're closed to the majority of the public. But it's funny to watch because it's just like a run through. The coach is just like, okay, guys, dude, they're not doing lay up. Yeah, they're just yeah. like, okay, layups, and then you know we're gonna run. Uh, what's uh, just the regular pass and cut? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, and that was the year Rondo, Paul Pierce, um, KG, and Ray Allen were Ray. all put in by the coaches. They were all off the bench that year, so mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, I wonder if Doc, was Doc Rivers the coach? Doc Rivers was the coach because they probably had the best record too. Um, right? D- Derek Rose was a starter. Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard was a starter. This was that awkward year I think when they had like this crazy intro music and Derek Rose comes on and is like, "You look good." Yeah, he looks pissed. It was uh, a little corny. I must, I must say. D-, D Rose, Dwight, and Amari Stoudemire were the only 
players on the East without a teammate. It was all Celtics, Heatles, and Hawks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, I'm just thinking the, the, the Celtics' big four with Derrick Rose as the point guard. Oh, oh my goodness. My I mean, Rondo was a legit point guard. Oh, he's great. But, but I mean, if you had him out there, like, he can be a shooting guard. Uh, yeah, I think so. Easy. Uh, okay, moving on to real. Enough Biebs. Yeah, enough Biebs. Thanks, Biebs. My rival. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a real player here with a real nice colorway, I would say. Mm-hmm. Iman Shumpert with this kind of... It almost looks like he should be playing for the Magic in that colorway. This, yeah, like, I know. Blue, blue, white, and black. Might be why he wore it. Maybe, yeah. Or, or it could be Sick t- colorway, though. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? Shout out JJ Redick also. And um, Shump is also a really... Was a really, really good defender. He was a great player. He did hurt his... He, he t- so his rookie year, this was his sophomore season, I believe. Yeah. He tore um, his ACL and meniscus towards mm-hmm. the end of that season. Mm-hmm. So it, I remember it being kind of a big deal. And then when, oh, he, yeah. when he came back that next year, he wasn't like as good. Yeah, you know? he was. Uh, it is what it is. He still he still had a good NBA career. I think he won a championship with the Cavs. The Cavs, I believe. Towards towards the end of his career, it was always, it was almost like him and J.R. Smith were together everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And uh, well, they they were on this team together. They're on this J.R. team Smith together. Was a killer on this team. Dude. I love J.R. Smith. Swish is awesome. Shout out him too. Um, Iman Shumpert, I've been watching a lot in his uh, podcast and as a guest on the podcast, and have, listening to him how he described how he defended certain players made me respect him a lot, dude. Because he 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 explained how he tried to defend uh you know braun tried to defend kobe tried being the tried yeah exactly and you know um all how intricate he was with with how he was like even just like where to put placement of the hand where he should where i should be with my feet and all this stuff i i respect him so much more now i saw a great clip the other day of michael cooper on a podcast and mm-hmm. he was talking to d brown interestingly enough celtics D Brown. yes yeah uh, and uh, he said that he yes that D Brown, he played with Dennis Johnson, um, mm-hmm. and he said that DJ would count players' dribbles to know when they're going yes. to like pick it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And Coop was like, he's like, wait, hold on, what did you just say? He yep. was counting our dribbles. Yeah, nuts. I want I want to piggyback on that. So one of his no. <laughs> so what he what he said was it's after a, a, a player's second dribble. So you let, yeah, I think you told me this. Yes. So you let them dribble it twice, but and on the second one they won't expect a swipe. So what? what before that you're getting in position to do it, right? So yeah, I, would, I would imagine you're on the side, and then maybe even get rid of the right arm or left yeah, arm, shift right? Center, and then and then after the second it. dribble, swipe for it. And most and he, they showed clips of him doing it, and he was stealing everybody. He you definitely I mean? was a pickpocket. That's oh, for, for sure. sure. Uh, this was his sixth game back after that meniscus and ACL tear, okay. uh, January 30th, 2013. We talked about the season a little bit. Uh, yeah. This is when he also wore the T-Max. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's 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 uh, getting to be friend of the show status yes. one day. Yes, and he's also an Adidas guy. Yes, mm-hmm. hence why he's wearing these bad boys. Mm-hmm. Um, this was uh, the next one, uh, 113 to 97. Uh I think this was... Oh, yeah, Dwight was already gone at this point. So, Magic weren't that great. But he had a pretty good game, decent game. Seven points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals, and two turnovers on with five fouls. And he shot uh, three for seven from the field. So, 
Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. Melo had 20. Uh, Tyson Chandler had 20. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them, oddly, had seven rebounds and five assists. That's kind of weird. Um, and then I got another one of Shump in another cool colorway. The OG? Yeah, the OG. Kind of almost... Is it like a little remix? It looks like they added extra black. It does or look like they added something on the front, kind of, right? Yeah. It looks like it. Maybe it might be the maybe like a re-release that where they yeah. changed it because um, who's name that? Player? That dude. I I'm, I I was trying to get it before you because I knew you were gonna ask. He's a good dude. Who? What the heck? Oh man, you have the name already. I do. I know. I didn't even look it up. I just you really knew already liked this guy. I thought he was really good. Oh, no. I think he also got a crazy contract at one point, and he was not that good. So I, w- I, w- I want to get it. So can you? Was he on another team? He played for the Blazers, and I want to say he maybe ended his career on the Spurs. I don't know who is it. Martel Webster. Webster. Yes. Oh wow. We we were laughing. We were laughing because Julian sent me a video the other day, and I I saw Rodney Carney. Yeah, that's a Which good one. Which is a name I never heard or haven't heard in a while. Martel Webster was definitely a blazer, and I, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the Blazers gave him a big contract. The Blazers had a few guys that they gave weird big contracts, like Evan Turner. Yeah, Evan Turner. He was he was a good player. You're, he, you're right. He was a good player because uh, in fantasy, I remember he was kind of like someone you had to for just points yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, every little random stuff. Evan Turner had a few years of like. They try to make him a point guard for mm-hmm. a while. He's also got a crazy deep voice. He's been doing a lot of podcast stuff recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, moving in along, though, outside mm-hmm. of uh, Shump. These next two are very similar, but they're kind of crazy to see these players in them. Yeah. Dame time. Mm-hmm. Shout out to two episodes ago. Um, Wilson Chandler. Wilson Chandler. Nick Batum back there. Mm-hmm. Uh Kenneth Fareed back there. Tell him who that and is. And then you had to remind me who this was. I was like, oh, it's Linus Clayza. Nope. No. Oh, it's uh, Nanad Christic. Nope. No. Costas Kufis. Kufis, dude. Costa Kufis? Dude, dude. That's a name drop. That's a good one. How do you feel about these Nuggets jerseys? Do you like the dark blue that they have now better? Uh, do you like the dark blue? Is that the one with the cursive? Uh, I love that one with the cursive oh, writing. Yeah. I think that one they incorporated... Back in like the 80s and 70s, they had that rainbow jersey. Yes. I think the cursive one is supposed to be like kind of like that. Yeah, I like that. Um, this one is, is okay. It's I like this one a lot. It's but, it's the one, the shiny, the, the shiny oh. one that you... Yeah, right. You like that one. I, I do. I do like that one. <laughs> the PHX2, these, remember? These less, yeah, these less shiny ones are a little bit better. Though. Yeah, they're, they're tolerable. <laughs> tolerable. Maybe I, the white, maybe the home. Did the, you like the yellow alternates at this time? It, they kind of had the stripes. Yeah, kind of weird. They it, had the that was when they first brought out that like mining logo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, the the axe and all that stuff. It's also weird. It was also weird to see Iverson in a oh. yellow headband and a baby blue and like all the decked out. It looked better when he was in the black, red, and white. It's funny too because people remember that team. I feel like like oh. Iverson and Melo, that team was crazy. It's like, mm-hmm. that team wasn't that good. They, they were okay. They were in once, the playoffs. Once they traded AI for Chauncey, yeah. Chauncey Billups, uh, mm-hmm. that team because Billups took, was, was took the Lakers to some, some oh, dude. deep, deep series. It was and scary Deep, deep in the them. playoffs. They almost made it to the finals. Yeah. It was, no, they were problems, bro. Dude, that that, that the, Nuggets team was, was, I remember how stressed out, you know, watching that whole series crazy was. Crazy, Melo's never been in the finals either. Yeah. That's crazy. Kind of sad. I mean, he gets a lot of hate too, and we've talked about it. 
Do you think CP3 will make it to the final? Oh, he's been to the finals. What am I saying? I forgot that they lost to the Bucks. They lost to the Bucks. Yeah. D Book is the only player from that team that's still on the Suns. They're all. From, the, oh, you mean from, from that, the final team? Yeah. All yeah. the rest are gone, and mm-hmm. it's been just over two calendar years. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty one June. Josh Okogie. I'm just kidding. No, he wasn't there. No, he was. Yeah, he was. He's on the Suns now, right? Yeah, I think. I think I that's the think one they of the pickups. Him back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Suns are looking decent. I think Aiden to Nurkic is kind of a... That was the other trade that happened. I like Nurkic more than Aiden, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, if Nurkic can stay healthy, you know, he'll do... His role role there will be get rebounds, bro. I like him. I like it better just because Aiden seemed to not want to play for the Suns. Yes. If Nurk is happy to be there, then that's an improvement. They're mm -hmm. kind of not really similar players because Aiden is miles... Better, Better scorer. Better, I think, defender. Um, oh really I think so okay even though in that clip in that video I sent you of payback plays yeah yeah he blocks the hell out of Braun oh yeah yeah Braun got him back got him yeah uh, but I don't know it's I, just, it's I just think, Eaton's rep I think I think this, yeah we'll yeah. see how he does in Portland maybe he gets bored there too and gets mm-hmm. pissed but I think the Suns <laughs> came out of that trade better oh for sure I think for sure they need that they, they got need... Grayson Allen yeah that's decent they need the help outside of the big three and I think they'll have a good amount of help. It, I just can't help to think that they're that team right now that has the big stars, but just not enough on the other. Seems on the, like on it. The, rough seems, on the seems edges. Seems like a repeat of the Nets. Yeah. I almost said the Nets. Nets. Yeah. The, the Brooklyn Nets. Nets. Yeah. Um, so weird seeing Dame not in this jersey, man. Seeing those photos from media day of him on the Bucks. It was really weird, dude. Especially because of all the stuff that came out about like, this was not his preferred destination. It's like, yeah. yo, you... You have a very good shot of winning a champ. I think a better shot of winning a championship than if you join the Heat, personally. Oh, for sure. Because Giannis, sure. Middleton, and Dame, mm-hmm. and they kept Brooke Lopez, who maybe he'll slow down, but mm-hmm. they kept Bobby Portis, too, mm-hmm. and they kept uh, the white dude. Connaughton? Connaughton, mm-hmm. yep. I, and they just signed, uh, what's his name from the Suns, the backup point guard, Payton? Uh, oh, yeah, Cameron. Or, cam- campaign. campaign, yeah. Um, I also think if, like... Uh, Middleton's health is huge too because yes. he hasn't really had a Last, full healthy season in a while. I like what you said. Watch um, out. It's going to be trouble. It's going to be problems. If, if Middleton gets back. Yeah. And I, I, and I like what you told me when, it, when the trade went down was because uh, we were both kind of like, oh God, that's trouble. And you said, thank God he's, it's there in the East. You know, yes. Let them beat up each other over there. They, if, we can, if we can just finally meet them in the finals or, or whatever East team comes out of the East, um, you know, I'll take that. <laughs> As, as opposed to going through them. As long as Harden doesn't come out this way, which again, I don't honestly know how big of an impact that makes for the Clippers because mm-hmm. that's really the only team in the West that, that he wants to go he to. Wants to go to. But what I'm hearing too is Clippers are having problems on who they want to give up, and it's like because everyone wants Trey Mann, but mm-hmm. I don't think they want to give up Trey Mann. Yeah, they want to get they want to give up like Robert Covington, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, and kind of pieces that are good, but like. Mm-hmm. The Sixers want draft picks. They want they want other stuff. As they should. Um, to get back to this picture, though, Dame had a great game. Um, this was February 27th, 2013, so it was rookie year, mm-hmm. which if you guys watched the Dame episode, uh, we talked about how his first two seasons he didn't have a signature shoe. So yeah. it makes sense that he was rocking these. The Kobe's. Very cool. And it's very cool colorway, too. Oh, it's great. And uh, I think that was a colorway or a PE made for him. Um. He had 26 points, three rebounds, four assists, a steal, and five turnovers. 
with four fouls on eight of 14 shooting. Um, Ty Lawson had awesome. 30 points and six assists. And then Iggy, who was an absolute monster on the Nuggets, mm-hmm. had 29 points, Damn. seven rebounds, eight assists, and five steals. And so I I missed Prime Iggy, man. Dude, that guy on the Nuggets was a problem. And then when he joined, or he got, I think he got traded to the Warriors. I don't yeah. remember how he got there. It's like, dude, yikes. Even uh, on the Sixers, he was he was like a yeah, dunking he was beast. So good. Two right? AIs at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. So the Blazers lost by two in this game, one hundred nine to one eleven. Dame hit a three with under a minute left to get them to one, mm-hmm. and then they fouled Andre Miller. Made two free throws. He made one free throw. Oh shoot! Put, put the. Nuggets up by two, uh-huh. and then LaMarcus Aldridge missed the, the game winner. Giving him a shot. I almost feel like I remember this game. I think it was like a gimme. It was like a layup that he missed. That he missed? Oh, yeah. that sucks. Um, I also miss LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah, I really he liked such him. A beast. I, I remember we I had NBA TV for a little bit, or like yeah. League Pass, so mm-hmm. I could watch games. And for some reason, Portland and Dallas was always a crazy matchup. And <laughs> Dude, LA those, they had crazy crazy teams. LaMarcus Aldridge mm-hmm. win, so... And, I mean, Mavericks were good at that time. Do you remember when LaMarcus Aldridge didn't even want to have a meeting with the Lakers? Yes, that sucks. That hurt. Yeah, he just wanted to go back to Texas, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. That's where he's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Harden wasn't so stubborn, I was thinking Harden on the uh, Spurs. Ooh. With Wemby? Vic? Oh. Vic. <laughs> Vic Wemby. How do you do? I'm Vic. V-dub? V-dub. <laughs> yeah. If he was German, that would be hilarious. <laughs> For real. Um, oh man, him on the Spurs? I don't know. Do you think? I think Pop would like him. Pop, but I, I, Pop, I don't think would no, like him no. because he's too. Pop, Pop would like his style of play. Pop would not like him. Yeah, he's not yes. disciplined enough. For no, Pop. hell no. Because even like Stack Jack and like those ty- guys talk about how crazy Pop could be, and mm-hmm. Pop actually apologized to Tony Parker mm-hmm. during his Hall of Fame, both of their Hall of Fame ceremonies actually mm-hmm. this past summer mm-hmm. because he felt like he was too hard on him. He which did. The stories were like, yeah, he would just scream at. The the year the year the the Spurs won, um, Stephen Jackson talks about how Speedy Claxton took over uh, Tony Parker's job. Basically, he was the one that almost won them the that series. Yeah, they talk about that all the time. Well, they didn't trust, especially Pop didn't trust Tony Parker Mm -hmm. or Ginobili in Mm -hmm. those early years. Like they were super skeptical, and obviously, it worked out. But they were just so hard on them. Like their expectations were were really high. Yeah. I do got one more for you, and okay. funnily enough, it's a guy that we've been talking about, like Dame, mm-hmm. a potential would have been Dame player mm-hmm. or teammate. Hemi. Hemi Butler. Not no, a single no, clue. No, no emo hair. No emo hair. Mm-hmm. I have no clue who that is behind him. Not even a, the slightest of guesses. But he's wearing Kobe's. <laughs> oh yeah, that's kind of <laughs> interesting. Um, this was that same year, actually. That Kevin Serafin. Ooh, you. Could 100% be if correct. If I'm right, I'm going to be very, very happy with myself. Um, let me see if I can pull that up. Yes, please. Um, but this was, like I said, same year. This was um, April 17th, 2013. Okay. okay. Um, and I, I, kind of looking at it, I'm like, is it the same shoe? I think he's wearing the Dame. He's wearing and the And this was definitely before people were, like, big on yes. Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um he was only in his second year of the league, and he only averaged, uh, like, eight points per game or something yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. This is actually the last game of the season. Kevin Serafin was on that team. Is it him? I think it is. I It could be Chris Singleton. I kind of recall oh, that God, name. Oh, God, it could be. 
No, I think that's Kevin. I think that's Kevin Serafin. Yes. It, it. It's a little hard to tell, but it's definitely. Dude, what do I win? Cartier Martin was on that team. Whoa, that's <laughs> a good one. Yeah, that's that's Kevin Serafin. Yes. Nice. Very good. Thank you. You win. Uh, we're talking about the Wizards, so that's a win for everyone, really. <laughs> Shout out Matt. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Matt for sure. Um. And, yeah. You know what? And Jimmy Butler was an Adidas guy. Very, for a little bit, uh, very fitting. Was he a he, Jordan guy too? Before? He was a, also he was a Jordan guy also, and uh, until he got his own shoe with uh, leaning. Very, D, he is pretty much just D Wade again. Mm, yeah, Chicago yeah. guy mm-hmm. started with a company that wasn't Jordan or leaning. Left them, left them for Jordan. For, yeah, and then left Jordan, Jordan for leaning. For that, leaning, yeah, on the Heat. He really is. It's that, so weird. It's a trip. Um, and Marquette, right? You said that, right? Yeah, Marquette guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was an, a decent game for Jimmy, especially at that time. Uh, 13 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, a block, and 3 turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4 of 8 from the field, pretty good. John Wall had 23 points for the Wiz, who okay. they did end up losing by 3, by the way, 92 mm-hmm. to 95. And then, I do not remember this guy. I actually kind of remember his picture. I just pulled it up right now. <laughs> For the Wizards, with a game high for okay. either team, 24 points off the bench, A.J. Price. Oh, wow. I kind of know the face. Do AJ not remember Price. that guy's name at all. Like, I remember, I don't remember, I remember the name. I don't remember his face. I remember Ronnie Price. Yeah. I don't know. know. Are they related, maybe? Uh, Let me see what he looks like. No, he had, <laughs> his, okay, it says on basketball reference, his father was Tony Price. Never heard of Tony Price. He played... One season for the San Diego Clippers in 1980. Oh, wow. Okay, played so five then. games for them, okay. and that was it. So, and then also, man, this Wizards team was so weird. This name caught my eye. <laughs> uh, this we talked team off so camera weird. about Jason Collins. That's yes. pretty cool. He played like two games at the end of the season with them or something. Mm-hmm. Number six pick in the 2011 NBA draft. I was gonna guess. I just saw it. Dang it. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. yeah. Jan Vesely, yeah. dude. Jan, oh, yeah. Sorry. Jan Excuse Vesely. me. Jan Vesely. Um, <laughs> he was talked about a lot as like, hey, he might be good. And the, just to give you an idea of who the Wizards could have picked mm-hmm. at that time, um, oh. <laughs> oh, they no. did not yet have John Wall, I don't think. Yeah. Nor did they have... Um, Beal. Beal. Um, let me see if I can find who was on that Wizards team before... Yeah, because this is the 2011 draft, so on that team... Andre Blatch. Gilbert Arenas was still there. Andre Blatch. Jordan Crawford. Yes. Yammed I like LeBron. him. Yeah. Kirk Heinrich. Alonzo Gee. A lot of names. So many. Alonzo Gee. Yee Gene nice. Lian was Ooh. on that. Yee Gene Lian. Remember him? Yes. He, was, he had some... Richard yes. Lewis was on that team. Uh, McGee was on that team. Kevin Serafin. John Wall was in his rookie season, so he okay. was there. Uh, but like I said, they could have had... They did not yet have uh, Bradley Beal, so they had they needed a guard. Okay. They needed pretty much everything except point guard. No guard taught yet, right? Players, uh, no, I don't think yet. Okay. Players picked after Jan Vesely. Oh, please tell me. Bismack Biombo was seventh, so immediately after that's okay. Mm-hmm. Brandon Knight was eighth. Okay, that hurts a little bit. A little bit. Kemba Walker, ouch, was ninth. That sucks. That sucks. Simmer Fredette was tenth. Nah, we can send him back. Uh, number eleven. Send him back. <laughs> Send it back to Ouch. BYU. Get him yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah. Number 11, uh, you might have heard of this guy, Clay Thompson. 
Oh God. <laughs> Number twelve, Ouch, Alex miss. Burks, also a serviceable. He was good. More than Jan Vesely. Yes. Number thirteen and fourteen were the Morris twins, Markeith and then Marcus. Your favorite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fifteen um, was a little known player, Kawhi Leonard. Oh, oh no. <laughs> then it was Nikola Vucevic. This hurts. And then it was Amon Shumpert. Vucevic is good too. And then it was uh, the Wizards also <laughs> messed up this pick. I mean, kind of. Chris Singleton, they took at 18th. 19th, Tobias Harris. Oh. Dude. So they could have had Kawhi Leonard and Tobias Harris. Fareed was in this draft. Nikola Mirotic was in this draft. Yeah. Marshawn Brooks. Jimmy Butler was the last pick of the first round. Oh. Corey Joseph, Norris Colt. There was some... Uh, Bojan Bogdanovic. There were some good picks in this draft that the Wizards were just like... Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, though, too? I think my, part of part of our frustration is knowing, because we know now how good they were. Oh, for were. sure. Hindsight's you, 20, you know, 20 So, But, like, even then, come on, man. Jan Vesely? <laughs> sixth overall? Yeah, yeah. Sixth overall. No, yeah. That that hurts. This is also uh, the draft that uh, Isaiah Thomas went last, so mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. Great career. Um. But that's all I got. We we talked. There's a ton of players that have worn these. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure Rondo has worn yeah, the crazy eights. He has a he has a green colorway, I believe. You showed me a picture of Harden in the in the black and white crazy eights, mm-hmm. which I I could not find. Maybe I can find it for when we edit this and get it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, such a an, an all time shoe for sure. Just oh yeah, the lore behind it, the design is fantastic. Yep. There's there's Definitely. a lot to love about this, and they like we mentioned at the start of the the episode, mm-hmm. they're on sale at the moment. They're mm-hmm. the stock is dwindling. My size in the black and white is mm-hmm. already gone. Yeah, 140 bucks on Adidas.com. So I am pretty I, good deal. I am okay a little deal. bothered by not having the eight there anymore, but you know, I, yeah. I'm sure that finding a pair like that will be a little more expensive. That'd be interesting. Like, how does that work? Like, does Adidas just want to distance themselves since Kobe left? They're like, screw this guy. Mm-hmm. No more Kobe stuff. Or, like, we're not doing free advertising. But like, could you put the eight now? And like, would that be a legal issue with the Lakers? Like, I'm so, curious to see how that stuff kind of works. So what I read was um, when they. When they, uh, even as, as early as 2005, when they changed the name, uh, Kobe was obviously with Nike already. Yeah. And, I, and they did want to shy away a little bit. That makes sense because he was playing still. Yes. From, from, what I, from what I read, and the only thing that they really, they, what they didn't want to change was the structure and the look of the shoe, but they did change like some of the technologies. Um, they kept the, the Eva sole. But, yeah. um, you know, the things that they could change, they did. Because I, I just, I wonder, like, does Nike have some kind of legal contract as far as shoes or, like, apparel on Kobe's name and initials? There, there could be. Because, like... I would if, imagine so, because then they would keep using it, right? Because at the time, I get, definitely, you can't be putting KB8 while he's still in the league. No. But, like, now, if you did, like, a true retro would yeah. be calling it the KB8 mm-hmm. again. And putting the eight on, or at least putting the eight on there, I bet you could get away with that if you wanted to, because mm-hmm. like it's just a number. Like we all know exactly. what it means, but you, I don't think you can copyright or protect a number in that kind of fashion. So. And then I want, I wonder also, does that affect the re-releases in the later years, right? Because it's like, do you need to tell Nike because he's still making shoes with them? Like if we're gonna release one of his shoes from well, our that, company. That's the thing is they own know? the they own the rights to the shoe. So I think that's why that. they have to strip the name off though. It's probably so they can Nike, so they can Nike could probably sue them. Presumably they have some like like I said, like they might own Kobe's name as far as at least with shoes, yeah. you know? Like if right. Adidas tried to 
or any company try to put out Kobe shoes, yeah, Nike would be like, wrong. Yeah, <laughs> give me your Don't money. Do that. <laughs> uh, some some colorways that we will show you guys on our socials eventually. That uh, I just kind of wanted to to bring up um, the what like the important ones that I felt were obviously the All Star one that Julian showed you here. Yeah. Uh, there's a Vino colorway that looks like a red. See, even line. that, that's like so, such a hint at Kobe since they called him See? Vino yeah. at the end of his career. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, when did that come out? Uh, a v- the Vino was, came out in uh, the, one of the later releases. 2013, Yeah, one of the more recent ones. See, they knew what they were doing. They knew exactly what they're doing. I mean, I can't blame them, but yeah. it's just funny, like, put the eight on there then. What are you, you going to do? Not make that, you know? Like, it. It has to cater to him. I'll too. put that up. I'd like to see the Vino. I'll put the, that. I'll put the, that up on the here. Vino. Is you're not you're not gonna like it. It's like uh, the color. It's it's like the uh, like the the maroon uh, fives that you don't like. I love you. maroon five. Okay, don't <laughs> get it twisted. Sunday, Sunday morning, morning. <laughs> rain is falling. Uh, but it, it is. Like it's that. basically all that color. Like uh, no, okay, no so other yeah, color. I like the maroon fives, like you yeah. said. Yeah. Um, there's a BLM colorway. A oh, breast, cool. a breast cancer awareness colorway, a draft day, and uh, they also did a Mother's Day. So um, nice. I, I like, I like the route they went with the colorways. Yeah, for, for some of these. But then again, you also have the crazy ones that we talked about. Yes, where it looked like a paintbrush or paint through. Yeah, a they look know? like Jackson Pollock. Yeah, has, yeah. Has <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but that does it for twenty four. Yeah, very nice fun. Intro. Very fun. Very cool. Yeah, because it definitely it sets the page for. You know how Kobe got to Nike. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll and, see. And this, and the, the later in, we get into the series, we get to like you know the Kobe fives and the sixes, the fours, the he, fours and fives he won the championship in. You know, yeah. and uh, they're also re-releasing the, soon. The releasing soon. The teams he was on was insane. Yes. you know the people they some played. of my favorite teams for sure. Oh, big time! So um, we will definitely get into the Kobe series. Um, they are gonna have that statue reveal next year yep uh at at crypto i'm just gonna call it staples man staples since crypto is out of business now um (laughs) but uh that's on 824 or 28 i think 224 or is it two? do you there's so many dates you could use really i know i i think it's 224 because Mm -hmm. i think they're Sooner. Part of, sooner. part of the statue is including Gigi. Yes. So I awesome. think that's why they're doing 224. Yeah. So, uh, and it's also 2024 next year, so it's going to be a huge oh, year. Oh, yeah. So maybe it is 2824 then. Maybe. You, it, that would make sense because yeah. it's all three. It's still February. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Um, but a huge year to, you know, um, kind of like represent his life and his career next year, you know? So. Um, we don't know when the series for Kobe will come out. It may be One soon, day. or maybe you know, maybe in the in the near. You gotta future. watch and find out. Um, but yeah, it was it was great to to finally talk about this guy. I was saying like how I get kind of like a feeling a type of way that we finally got to do this. Definitely, you know, and real, it, was, it was fun. Real quick before we end, uh-huh. eight or twenty four. Was that from the commercial with? Aziz Ansari and, and Kanye Diff- you gotta be a different animal but the same beast but the same beast yeah. he's like what <laughs> I'm gonna go with 24 just cause he was more seasoned I think the raw 8 was, oh, was wild that athleticism I also I it was also a, like obviously it's all our whole life is fun but 8 was like a cool time of my life you know yes like, exactly like middle for me it was middle school you know, I was playing a lot of basketball. Oh, like oh, literally yeah. every day yes. I was playing, even if it was by myself. You know, what, what, what would you say? 
I think, oh, man, I think eight has probably my favorite highlights because his dunks at that time or like the shots over Portland, um, mm-hmm. he's just got ridiculous highlights in number eight. Mm-hmm. But I think twenty four is the better player. Yeah, like would beat eight, mm-hmm. and I think uh, I, if I had to choose my favorite, probably, probably twenty four because yeah, those are my middle school championships were from oh nine and twenty ten. Yeah, so right, and uh, uh, you're right, that Portland buzzer beater that you're talking about. Uh, that's probably my favorite Kobe buzzer beater of all you mean, time. You mean when Ruben Patterson is w- wearing, wearing Kobe, Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> dude, and the second because he makes two right one to end the fourth quarter go overtime. Yes, he makes and then, two, and then the one shots. to win it. Yes, and to win the Pacific Division. Yes, yeah, because one and would be one and two, and I think on the Bananas second one is the word. I'm pretty damn sure on the second buzzer beater he got fouled. Well, he pivots 102 times, five million times, and then the guy I, th- I forgot who the defender is. He swipes at it like hard, and I think it hits his arm. But and obviously they're not gonna it. call it. No, right? crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we did this one. They're Me really too. nice. I talking about it. Honestly, makes me want to get a pair of those off whites. So oh yeah, we'll see. Tune in next episode. To see I want the black I'm pair. Wearing. Maybe he'll get the white. I'll we'll get the match, black, yeah. and then we'll play one on one with each other or something. Like that. I don't and know. What and, that I'll, and I'll win. I'll win handily. No, 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 no. One hundred and four no, to two. No, I am the CBG. He is the rebound getter. RB. I'm RBG. RBG. I'm Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. That's man. me, that bro. Quick. That's, That's what they good. call me on the on the court, bro. They like, oh, there goes RBG. RBG. I, I'm playing robes, <laughs> glasses. I got I got on the the Air Monarchs because you know she was old. Let me tie my tie my hair real quick. Uh, but that's it for 24, 25. We're gonna do some special fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, tune in for that. 25th episode uh, coming up anniversary yeah Uh, then we got some great stuff after that planned after 25 going into this this uh, fall season once the season's underway preseason started yesterday uh, from the time of recording Wednesday so uh, or Thursday excuse me Mm -hmm. Um, which is crazy October is a a really fun month for us Uh, a lot of exciting stuff coming up Dodgers Uh, in the the playoffs Dodgers in the playoffs Lakers starting Um, hockey started for all you white people. Yeah. But uh, also, we've been shouting out everybody. Shout out to all of you guys out there. Thank you for all your support. Yes, and, thank uh, you for, your... for watching, listening. So, you know, 25 is a big episode for me and Julian. So we just want to, you know, thank you guys for all the support on all our platforms, um, for reaching out to us and all that. And, um, you know, like I said, we have something really special planned for episode 25. And, um, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Last last thing, we're going to be on the uh, 34 Questions podcast. Can't forget about that. It should be coming Sorry. out this Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll keep you guys posted. We'll have a link in the bio or in our description for this. Uh, With uh, podcaster Jan Ramirez. Uh, shout AKA out to him. 34. 34. So Daily City out. in the house. Shout yep. out them. Um, but, yeah, that's it. That's the last I got. So Yeah. Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys next week. And a wiggy lates, and we'll catch you on the flippity. I did in LA. I did one earlier. Oh, you did? So I, so did I, I think I, did, I copied you. I think I saw yeah, it. Unconsciously. You suck, dude. Subconsciously. <laughs> I, I did it consciously. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I looked over and went, yes. I died and went like that. <laughs>